0: What's up, everybody? It's LG Doucette here. Today is Monday, November 8th, 2021. Welcome to the First Minute Podcast, where I talk about marketplace trends, big sales, and everything going on in the world of NFTs. I have returned from New York after a wild week, and I am ready to dive into some Top Shot. And as I did in the last couple of days, it seems like people are not too happy. So today's episode is going to be a bullet all over the place. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about some interesting stuff happening in the world of NFTs this week that I have my eye on. I'm going to give you a little update about what happened in New York, give you a little trip recap. Then I'm going to recap everything that's happening in Top Shot, including some market numbers and just generally everything going down. And then I'm going to talk about what I tab as the culture of complaint going down these days in NBA Top Shot and whether we will ever see an end to it. I want to remind everybody here that nothing on the show constitutes trading advice in any way that the show's not affiliated with NBA Top Shot, the NBA, or Dapper Labs. I'm just a guy at his house who loves basketball and blockchain. This is The First Mint. All right, now I won't bore you guys with travel details, but I can tell you that last week was freaking amazing. I honestly hadn't really been out of the house in a really long time. I had gone on a trip to another country. I went to New York for NFT NYC, and I hadn't gone to another country or anything exciting like that in a really long time. I went down to New York with our Chief of Ops, Ashley Carter, and we went to tons of events, met tons of awesome uh, First Mint partners, a lot of awesome collectors in the First Mint community. Shout out to literally everybody that I had the chance to shake hands with, chat with. It was great to actually meet people and talk about NFTs in real life, which is something that I never feel like I really get to do. Probably the highlights, and there's way too many, is the fact that I was able to and we were able to attend so many different events. Like we went to the Top Shot Happy Hour, the Knicks Raptors game, the Own the Moment party, Nifty's event, Ape Fest, a Dapper VIP event, the Squiggle party, the Sturdy Exchange party. It was really cool to see so many different like NFT projects come to life. And also to see that a lot of these projects are really kind of just trying to flex on each other and trying to attract the collectors and really kind of put together the coolest thing they can for their owners. And again, like I said, it was my first time actually going to like any kind of real conference. Interestingly enough, I worked in like marketing and content and stuff like that for like 12 years, but never actually went to the conferences, we did do a bit of business stuff as you would expect from the first bit, but it was mainly just chatting with people. If you get the chance to go to NFT events anytime in the near future, I highly recommend it because again, that face-to-face interaction part was awesome. I'll post a few more updates on my personal Twitter a little later today. Before we get into the Top Shot action, I do wanna point out two very interesting things happening in the world of NFTs this week. Both of them happening today Monday. So today is the Ballers Drop Ballers is a project on Flow put together by NFT Genius. If you've been following NFT or Flowfest, you'll know that we interviewed them a couple times. They're a very interesting company, interesting concept. These they kind of look like CryptoPunks is an NFT drop happening today where they they kind of look like CryptoPunks, but they are these kind of basketball players. Generative art, as you would typically expect. But what's interesting about them is that you can buy them with your Dapper Wallet. That's right. So the same balance that you have in your Topshot account, you can actually use to buy these ballers. Ballers with Z or Z, as some of you say, which is the part where we can buy them with Dapper Wallet is apparently a function that is coming soon to like many projects on Flow, including this project's marketplace, which will launch in a couple days. If you're on Twitter, you definitely saw my brother, Phil D, tweeting about it and just hoping that this kind of dapper wallet Flow project integration is a preview to things to come, including for the NFL project, which we haven't heard anything about. Maybe there was news last week that I missed, but honestly, I don't know what's going on. Other thing that is on my radar today is the ENS domains token drop. So you may not be involved here, or maybe you are and you don't know it, but basically whenever you go on Twitter or on Discord or whatever, and you see people have a name dot ETH, uh, like for example, someone like Plungefather has his name on Twitter as plungefather.eth. A lot of the old kind of crypto people, uh, you know, ETH Maxis have something similar. That is part of ENS Domains, which is a service that lets you kind of mint an NFT of your Ethereum name or the Ethereum name of your choice or many Ethereum names if you like. I absolutely love the project. I'm I'm, I'm convinced that this, uh, you know, Ethereum domain name thing is going to be basically the new version of Twitter in the future. What those NFTs allow you to do is to send each other. Uh, you know, ETH and NFTs and other currencies to that address that you own. So let's say I want to send something to Plungefather. I can just type in plungefather.eth when I'm sending him some crypto rather than actually typing in his full address. So it's a very, very, very cool functionality. I'm a huge fan. And today they have their governance token airdrop, which means that everybody who's been using that service for however long and has also configured it to be using it for several more years is getting an airdrop of the governance token. Token which will allow them to essentially vote on different decisions being made in that service. That might be a little bit of kind of like crypto uh, 102 for some of you guys who aren't really into all that stuff, but I assure you, for me personally, I think it is a very important day in the history of a product and a company that I think is really going to matter a lot in the future of uh, crypto and of Ethereum. All right, let's switch over to Top Shot. This is the stuff that you guys want to hear. I was away all of last week, and honestly, it was kind of funny to be away from the online discourse of Top Shot and NFTs while participating in a real-life Discord of Top Shot and NFTs. So I got a chance to chat a lot of Top Shot, a lot of NFTs with a lot of different people in our community, but did not actually get a chance to follow along too much. I even missed the drop for the Series 3 packs. So I'm going to recap kind of everything that happened because, again, I missed it, so I'm doing this for myself as well. As of last night, Sunday, November 7th, the market cap is down is something i don't report on too often but reporting on it today the market cap as per moment ranks is about 807 million dollars for all of top shot which is down from about 6%, 6% from a week ago which is interesting considering that it's a new season and that there's new supply and yet the overall market cap is going down doesn't necessarily indicate whether the market is healthy or unhealthy again we've never really you know generally agreed on to as to whether or not that is a true measure of of growth and wealth or whatever in the TopShot ecosystem as proven actually by a tweet that Steve put out yesterday or I think the other day saying that we actually had 15,000 new accounts in TopShot from October 26th to November 5th so i guess the story of the market cap and of the overall uh marketplace right now is that new stuff's coming out yes overall value a lot of things kind of going down but the same in grace silver lining might be that there are new co- collectors coming in. So maybe those people start buying sometime soon. As for individual sets, according to Own the Moment, there are five sets, only five sets that are actually up over the last week. They are vintage Vibes, which is up 40%, but that's kind of a skewed number because uh, you know, there are new moments in the vintage vibe, vintage vibe sets like Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade, and Teresa Weatherspoon. So kind of a skewed metric there. The other four sets that are the ones that are up this past week are All legendary sets, including the Cosmic set, which is up 29%, but only had two purchases last week uh, for Buddy Heald and Bojan Bogdanovic, so... Kind of, again, a a bit of a skewed number there, but probably propped up by the fact that the LeBron Cosmic lowest ask is now $1 million. Obviously, not a very relatable metric for many of us because I don't own any of those moments. Anyways, the other three sets that are up this past week are In Her Bag, which is up 26%, probably on the legs of the newest challenge, which requires that, which we're going to talk about that in just a minute because I know it's very contentious. Other ones are Deck the Hoops up 7% on four purchases last week and Lace Them Up 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 4% on two purchases last week, and those are the only sets in the green, whereas many of them are in the red. The ones that are most in the red are the archive set, which is down 24%, all moments there in that set being down largely kind of across the board, a lot of them down from like, I don't know, $12 to $9 or whatever. Also down 24% is the WNBA run-it-back set, including the leader there, the first dunk ever. Sad to see it kind of drop down, but hey, a lot more affordable for people like me or other people who didn't get in originally. Lisa Leslie down to $670 and several other players in the run-it-back set down below 100. Throwdown Series 1 is down 21.5%. 2020 NBA Finals Legendary down 20%. And the Summer 2021 set down 19% and a half percent. We'll see how the market is doing after this week because maybe there'll be some drops. We know that there's another base drop this Friday, but we'll see if there's anything else and what those factors are going to look like. Now on to the stuff that uh people are mad about. So I kind of came back last week, came back into Canada on Friday, came back to uh, my home late last or Saturday night, 1 a.m., and kind of coming back to a very kind of angry mood in Top Shot, especially coming from even our own newsletter, Zach kind of writing up about, you know, highlighting how people were very upset. So just going to go through those factors because again, just kind of learning about this myself. So the series three drop, which happened on Thursday, made people upset in a variety of ways. Some people were able to get 10 packs, which is kind of the whole point, but turns out that it left too many people out in the cold. And even the people who got those 10 packs were mad because they got bad moments or moments that, you know, are kind of new and weren't worth too much. So unless people who got those packs got rookie moments, it seems like overall people were kind of salty, after that drop, not to mention the fact that it did take forever. And as usual, again, if you're not getting a pack in those drops, you're usually kind of mad. And again, like for what it's worth, I completely missed it. I was actually having coffee with the people from The Worm at the time. So I guess kind of a good reason to to miss a drop. Other things that are making people mad is the Diana Taurasi moment, uh, which is now part of the new challenge. uh, Is I guess, upsetting people because one, it's part of the fandom set, which... I guess we were under the expectation that that set would only have like relatively overly common moments, but now that they're easy to access, but now with the Tarassi moment, it's going to be like an incredibly legendary one, one that's going to be like un- probably a mint of under 100. So a lot of people feeling like they've been rugged by the fandom set, by the expectation set by Top Shot, essentially saying that it's going to be impossible to complete that set now, whereas a lot of people when we're trying to complete it to try to finish a very easy and affordable set. And others saying that really it makes no sense to do a challenge for a moment that'll be minted to a count of basically legendary, but for that to be in a non-common common set. Top Shot did respond yesterday with a blog post about how they were going to address the community outrage with a few different factors, including one, they basically acknowledged for one that it didn't meet people's expectations and that they're they working on that, that that's why they're responding. Also, that they're going to bump the collector score of that reward value to 30, which isn't that amazing. Uh, it's just kind of like doubling it, but I guess, I guess that's okay. And that also All WNBA full set holders will get a $100 credit if they were holding those prior to this, and also that users who hold all those moments will get a priority WNBA access uh, to the drops from 2022. So not sure if those are enough to save grace. They are just a little bit, and again, back in that cycle where The community is upset and Top Shot reacts, which is, again, we're going to chat about that at the end of the episode today. What's coming up next on Top Shot, at least in terms of WNBA, we know that there are four more WNBA fandom moments or challenges coming. Three that should be accessible or affordable, let's say, and one that will be legendary-like. And those being the words from that blog from Top Shot directly. Also coming out this week, outside of WNBA Outrage, which we're going to just shelve for a second, is probably maybe a few other challenges. We know that 75th anniversary NBA Showcases are coming soon, so keep an eye out for that. Also, new Vintage Vibe showcases should be coming out, and like I said, the S3 base drop is this Friday. Also, my big speculation right now is what is going to be the first non-base set of Series 3? We got the roadmap a couple weeks ago. We covered it extensively, but I've been trying to guess what is actually going to come out. I think it's going to be the players who change teams set that's going to come out or maybe one of the geographic non-common sets, both of those being these non-common common sets, or maybe even a very early season metallic gold. All right. Now I want to talk about the culture of complaint. You've been very good. You've listened to me recap everything that's happened, talk about my trip to New York. And in the last couple of minutes, I mainly just talked about all the stuff that made people mad. And I came back, I was not part of the mad. I was not part of the anger. I was away and I've been kind of, kind of, collecting the information in the last couple of days as an outsider or somebody who didn't really get to be part of it. And my major question is, are we stuck in a complaint loop? Are we ever going to be able to get, get out of this? I'll recap a little bit. There's a lot of griping in Top Shot. There always has been and the first mint, I'll fully admit right off the bat that we are a part of that. We poke fun, we highlight the big gaffes from Top Shot, uh, we, we, we we have fun at, at their expense, the community's expense, and and that is a big part of who we are. We also highlight the big accomplishments, so we kind of balance that out. Even last week at one of the Top Shot events, I was actually kind of tempted to complain. I don't remember about what, but I was like, oh, you know, I don't think they did this right and it really got me thinking, like I said, like, is this ever going to stop? And really got me thinking about what the actual cause of the issue is. Is it a collector issue or are we just whiny babies? Is it a Top Shot issue that they just can't get their shit together? Or is it a general issue of the dynamic? And really to kind of help understand that, I think we have to take a step way back and understand that in Top Shot, we're really dealing with something that doesn't exist in the rest of the world of NFTs and honestly doesn't exist anywhere else in the world, in the world of collecting, or at least anything that I've been a part of. There's no other project that has expectations this lofty, or that has been through this much, or that has accumulated so many collectors with such a wide, broad, and diverse community. Nor is there any other project that has been the entry point for so many people, not just into NFTs, but into the world of crypto. And all that with a sports league invested in the product fully vested in it and also that sports league that client with massive expectations I also say that there's probably no other community in nfts that literally treats the employees of the company of the product as though they are on a reality TV show I don't really understand the core of the problem and I'm sure a lot of people have opinions well i I do kind of understand it but I'm still very open-minded as to what it could be and how we could get out of it. My main question is, like I said, is it ever going to stop? Like what would it take for everybody, everybody in the community to agree or for the loudest or angriest voices to not drown out all the positive ones. For all we know last week, a lot of people loved how things went, but we don't know that because we're always going to kind of click and like and share the angriest opinions. So Is it even possible for there to be a general acceptance of what's going on with Topshot and how they're doing things? Like, will Topshot ever really get it right in a way that we all agree with? And I guess to answer that, we have to wonder are we ever going to all agree on what exactly the problem is? A lot of people say it's communications, how Topshot communicates what they're doing, but it's also supply and value, right? There's a lot of new stuff coming out. Like I said, the market cap is down. If our account values are going up every day, every week, I'm not sure we complain so much but they're going down right now the sets are going down so that's that's tough that's hard it's a hard pill to swallow and we're going to look for places to voice our displeasure and, and it's going to come out in different ways again I complain a lot like everyone else and I can't guarantee that I'll ever stop doing that nor can I guarantee that there won't continuously be issues for us to complain about what I'm saying is that we're all incredibly passionate about Top Shot. If you're still listening to this podcast, you definitely are very passionate about Top Shot because a lot of, uh, quite a few people have left. They're onto other NFTs or doing something else for, for different reasons. The culture and complaint and whether it's ever going to end is very much an open question. And I think it's something for everybody to start to think about and, and wonder, you know, why is it that we spend so much time on Twitter and, and podcasts and everywhere else whining about this one particular Project. I will say though that being this passionate, it might be great, it might be terrible, it might feel good, it might feel bad. It's a lot better than indifference. And I hope that we don't soon become indifferent because that would be way worse. I'd love to hear what you think. Please send us a DM at the first mint or I me mean directly at LGG said I'd love to know what you think on that topic. And I'm really bringing it up because it's hard to see so many people be so angry about something that really in the long-term long term scheme of life doesn't matter that much. But for some reason in our community, we feel matters a lot. And I don't disagree with the fact that it matters a lot. I'm just wondering, where is this all going? Will we ever be at a point in a couple of years where we don't just constantly complain about every move that Top Shot makes? I'd love to hear from you. And that is going to do it for us today, folks. Thank you for listening. Tune in this Wednesday where we have an interview with Alex atala the CTO of OpenSea. He's going to be on the show to talk about what OpenSea has been up to as well as the general landscape of NFT marketplaces. We'll see you then next time on The First Net.